Hey, it's Jed Hearn, host of Wizards, Warriors, and Words. If you're enjoying the writing advice on this show, you might like my new podcast, The Jed Hearn Show, where every week I share the best fantasy writing advice that I've learned from publishing three fantasy novels and a best-selling video game. There's over 12 episodes that you can listen to right away, including my top 10 fantasy books of all time, how to make fantasy names that don't suck, two rules that make writing effortless, and my complete summaries of Brandon Sanderson's and Neil Gaiman's writing classes, and much more. Check it out by searching for The Jed Hearn Show in your podcast app. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. All right. Welcome, everybody, to a special crossover episode of SFF Addicts and Wizards, Warriors, and Words. I'm Adrian M. Gibson, host of SFF Addicts and producer, editor of Wizards, Warriors, and Words, Nepotism for the Win. And today <laughs> we will be chatting about SFF podcasting and co-hosting this mad adventure with me is none other than Jed Hearn, host of Wizards, Warriors, and Words, and author of Siege of Tribalane, The Thunder Heist, and more. Take it away, Jed. Thanks for having me, Adrian. Uh, I am the aforementioned Jed Hearn, host of Wizards, Warriors, and Words, and I'm joined by my fellow hosts of the Wizards, Warriors, and Words podcast, starting with Rob J. Hayes. Hello, I am Rob J. Hayes, author of many books, including the recently released Titan Hoppers, which you should all go and read right now. Just turn off the podcast, get yourself a copy, read it. I bought mine. Nice. Now that everyone's left, Michael Fletcher. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Greetings, I am Michael R. Fletcher, author of a bunch of books and the Obsidian Path Trilogy, and I haven't read Titan Hoppers because it's not fucking available in paperback yet. It's all right, you wouldn't like it anyway, it's it's not for you, you would hate it. Oh. Only smart, (laughs) intelligent, and handsome, and humble readers would like Titan Hoppers. Uh, Yeah, sure. You got me on the humble one. And not smelly. (laughs) You forgot not smelly and sober. That's it. I I forgot that bit. And that's our our last host. Oh, crap, right? That's two more. That's calling in as well. Dirk, you want to introduce yourself? (laughs) I am Dirk Ashton, and I am the author of the Paternus Trilogy. And if you're in the UK, you can buy Titan Hoppers with alcohol. <laughs> you got On Amazon. <laughs> On Amazon. <laughs> we just learned. You mean you can buy it along buy with it? alcohol, or do you mean you can just buy it from me with alcohol? Because yeah, no, yeah, no, right. directly from Rob. <laughs> you can just buy it right from Rob. <laughs> I thought you could buy an alcoholic version of Titan Hoppers. Also, oh, do a man, special edition of Titan Hoppers with my homemade moonshine. <laughs> yeah. we, i yeah, mean uk much. should advertise that if they're looking for people to move just say move to england 
where you can buy booze on Amazon. Exactly. I can't believe you guys I mean, can't they, buy they, booze from Amazon. I can't. I, don't I think, think we, we can, can in the US. Australia. It's because Canada <sighs> and the US are backwards countries. Fucking they don't know how to do alcohol. Bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. This is like new age, uh, you know, uh, what's it called? I mean, shit. When the, in the 1920s, they banned alcohol. I can't remember what that was right. called. Prohibition. 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 There we go. Yeah. I mean, to yeah. be fair, it's because like my house Amazon drunk. Uh, is, is partnered store. with one of our <laughs> major supermarket chains in, in England. So we buy it from Amazon, but it actually comes from the supermarket. So Do you have to prove you're 21? Okay. Yes. Well, I say 16. prove. You basically, they, they go, what year were you born? You're like, this year? And they're like, yeah, that'll do. <laughs> that checks out yeah 21 is only in the u.s yeah nobody else waits that long and then yeah. they look at yeah no, 18 is like the standard 18? everywhere else yeah it's a it's 19 and, and 18 in some parts of canada yeah well in the u.s i think that's probably a good idea i think so too although they should probably turn it around it's like you can buy alcohol at 18 you can buy guns at 21 that would be a better way to do just things. for Wait, you can that buy guns before you can buy alcohol Yes. Yeah. Yes. Makes yeah. no sense. The fucking backward. <laughs> Makes no <laughs> sense. <laughs> so reeling this podcast in. <laughs> yes. Yes. Welcome uh, to our political episode. Well, right. man, this is great the, when the, I don't have to do the, any the hosting and I could just let Adrian <laughs> yeah. deal with all the chaos instead. Well, if we do that, dude, I, I mean, have so much chaos that, on my that's podcast. That's so. That's so. Stu- <laughs> that's so. That's so. The kids get at least a few years of shooting sober before they start shooting drunk. <laughs> Jesus. Okay, that's that's totally fair, Dirk. <laughs> yes, very, that's the order very sensible of the United States. Yeah, I appreciate that. <laughs> um so, away from guns and booze and titan hoppers and whatever the fuck else. Uh the <laughs> impetus for this panel was me being asked by a friend why I started SFF Addicts and, you know, now that I've gotten to know you guys uh, I thought it would be awesome to bring us together to sort of unravel the question of why the fuck do we even podcast? Uh, but first, I'll toss it to you, Jed, just to explore the origin story of Triple W. What uh, you know? What was your origin in terms of like getting he started with podcasting? Us. The he fucker lied. He totally, he totally tricked us. I forced him to. He was like, "Oh, Rob and Dirk have already said yes no to me," <laughs> and they had the same thing didn't even me. know Mike. Before. I know so Rob and Mike already said yes. That's right. <laughs> he lied right. to all of us, and we all fucking fell for Big it. Ponzi scheme, yep. and it all worked. And yeah. it's been but also, happily ever but also, after ever since. <laughs> you guys don't see any of that Patreon money. No. <laughs> <laughs> what, wait, we have a Patreon. <laughs> Wait, we get that money paid goes for this? to me. What? <laughs> yeah, it actually does. Adrian, you've been paid more for this than anybody on the epi- on this episode. It's because I do more work than any of you. So yeah, yeah, but, yeah, but any mu- any multiple hey. of zero is a lot more. That's it. So that's it. An infinite amount, or more. a lot of nothing. Um, <laughs> yeah, answering your but, question. <laughs> but Jed, you 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 started mm-hmm. podcasting with other projects before you started. That's Wizard, right. So tell me a bit about that. Yeah. So my first podcast was a thing called The Novel Analyst Show, and it was a solo podcast where I would break down a story that I really liked and try to take some useful writing lessons from it. So, so it was 90% look at, say, Brandon Sanderson. Uh, it was a large amount of Brandon Sanderson. There was a lot of Joe Abercrombie in there as well. Um, I think the first three episodes were like Abercrombie, Rothfuss, possibly Sanderson. I can't remember. Is that stuff up? Is that stuff still up online? Yeah, yeah, it's still up. Um, it's actually... Oh, you need to 
put it in the show notes. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. will. I'll pop yeah, it in yeah, the definitely. show notes. Um, yeah, yeah, Adrian, I'll, I'll pop I it in will the show pop them in the show notes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, cheers. Wow, this is this is really revealing how the sausage is made, isn't it? Um, Leave your sausages out of it. Yeah, yeah, so basically I ran that podcast for about two years or so uh, and I really enjoyed it. Um, I had a lot more time when I was doing that because I was back in uni. So I was able to like really prepare the episodes and create scripts for them and everything. Um, and after doing that for a couple of years, I realized that what I really enjoyed was chatting with other authors and um, the preparation that was needed for like those individual episodes was like, quite high. Um, so basically I was like, oh, I don't know if this is sustainable for me to continue doing it. Um, and I decided that like, oh, I sort of wanted to, to move to a different type of podcast um, altogether. So that was where I, I, I think around the same time, um, there was a fantasy group that all four of us were part of. I think it was Grimdark Readers and Writers on Facebook or something like that. And yeah, whoever runs that ask, group- how, how, how in the hell did hmm. you choose us? Well, that's this is literally why. This is literally we were why. your so, last choice. He went all the way down this list of like twenty people, and we were in. I had to flip just like, like twenty pages. Can back I find in the three find older it. gentlemen to help me out in this endeavor? That's it. Was eventually, number ninety-nine. Which just sound a little bit that's sleazy, right. doesn't it? I need three older it gentlemen to help me out. Really <laughs> and the first time Dirk has ever been called a gentleman, but yeah, yeah. a refined man of taste. Um, a refined yeah, well, science was, fiction and fantasy author. AKA old as fuck. I wish I could say that I'd done that much research into like when I was when I was like reaching out to you guys, but it was literally Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> but instead I might have I not just, reached uh, out to you, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's it. It would have been so much nicer if I had I'd never never known you guys existed. Um no, I'm just kidding. But uh yeah, basically, like we were in that fantasy writing group, and whoever like moderated the group basically put out a call and asked, like, "Oh, if you're an author and you'd like to do a Facebook Live and basically just talk about your book a bit, answer some reader questions, uh, let us know." And I saw Rob that you were doing one of those, I think. Um, so I thought, "Oh, okay, I'll, I'll give this a try." Yeah, it's around the that. time that and I released then... Along the Razor's Edge, so I was just like doing promos all over the place. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it would have been the start. Um, and at the same time, uh, Mike and Dirk, you both did lives um, in that group as well. And I was listening to you guys talk and I was like, huh, these people really, really get it. Like they have a really interesting way of approaching story and a really interesting um, kind of back catalog of their works. So I messaged Rob did he I just, think, first. Did he just pay us a compliment? He did. It don't, was don't pay too much attention yeah. to it. Don't, yeah, don't it's recorded. It's, it's recorded for all prosperity. Deep. We will never it's forget re- this. No, That's right. <laughs> you will never let you forget it. Print out this moment. Have it play as a looping snippet in a TV at your house until the TV burns out. Um, <laughs> the moment Jed was nice yeah. to us. Yeah, that's it. Slave- <laughs> Jed the task one time. time. <laughs> if only Jed was nice to us. Um, yeah, so. Basically, uh, I think I reached out to Rob first and I was like, oh, I'd be interested in like kind of creating a, uh, you know, writing advice podcast that's similar to writing excuses, which was something that really inspired me a lot back in the day, hosted by a couple of authors. And Brandon um, Sanderson. Yes, that's it. I was going to say his name, but there we go. Someone put it in there. Um, my hero. 
So yeah, basically I, I reached out to Rob and I was like, oh, I, I heard Mike and Dirk talk and they seem really cool. Do you, have you had much contact with them? Do you reckon they'd be interested in like doing a podcast together? And that was literally- all I of course said, no, no, not those two. Like, Don't do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody except them. Um, yeah. And from that- Well, we he asked me the same thing. The I said, well, Rob and I cuddled for a whole weekend at Bristol. <laughs> You're like, yeah, that's, uh, that's someone I want to reunite with. Um, yeah. And yeah, so Rekindle we the did romance. a couple of test episodes from that, I think, and um, then we were off and rolling, and we uh, we haven't stopped since, despite I'm all in. the protests that people. Yeah. I remember when it was. Let's do one or two, see how it goes. Yeah, yeah. yeah we're all kind of busy. Let's see. Mm. That was what two years ago now. Yep. <laughs> That's crazy. 2020. Uh, we started this podcast, so yeah, we've been doing it for for two years and. Um, yeah, it's, it feels like more in recent months, it's kind of taken off a lot more. Like our Patreon has been amazing. Like we've got 32 people on there now and like our people on our Patreon are the reasons why we were able to hire Adrian to edit the episodes, which kind of freed me up from having to do that and also improved the quality a lot. Um, and it's also let like us reinvest in like this new microphone is from Patreon money and that sort of thing. So yeah, it's, um, grown a lot in, in the last probably year or so, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. out of curiosity yeah, are there okay, now i'm i'm gonna tell you guys the real reasons okay that, that we do that we do this <laughs> and that why justified anybody else does why people as awesome as like mike carey come on yeah. our show like they did just this week it's because we all live in our little heads at home with no one to talk to about books correct <laughs> or writing correct. and we we just rarely very rarely get a chance to actually talk to other people that do what we do so we get a chance to do it i mean that's yeah. for me that's a huge huge part of it it's just such a kind of a i mean it's like oh we gotta i gotta get up and do another recording but then it's like oh, i get to talk to those guys so yeah. yes it's, and a number uh, of times i've had that, that experience that, of being that like, and it does it's, and it's so it does sell books it does. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, people people buy books because they see us on the podcast. So that, good job, people that's buy secondary, books. That's secondary. That's secondary <laughs> for me, but uh, but yeah, that's the real reason we do it, and that's why you know Mike Carey doesn't really get. I mean, he he's the same as we are, even though he's a big famous trad pub author. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of these folks, same thing. They just don't have that many people to talk to about what we do. Yeah, I felt the same thing with SFF addicts. It's like. I get like, we have this, uh, DM chain on Twitter for FanFi addict. And then we have another one for the podcast and we have a bunch of different, uh, uh, related, um, DM threads, but all the time I get asked, like, how the fuck do you get those people on the podcast? Yeah. And I'm just like, <laughs> I just kind of like, that's why I, I email Honestly. them or like, sometimes it's like, I have like a mutual connection or sometimes it's like, I literally go to the contact form on their website and they respond to me. And I'm just like, Oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> like that, that happened, you know? But you know who we, cool. okay. Every, anybody who's listening, if anybody knows how to talk to, how to get a hold of Joe Abercrombie. Oh yes. I can, I can, get him I can connect you guys with Joe Abercrombie. Are you serious? <gasps> Are you serious? Yeah, yeah. David David Holy Walters cow. had him. He had him on uh, TBRCon panel, so he's got his. No email, way! So. That would be yeah. freaking amazing. Yeah, I would. I'll, love I'll, I'll, I just I'll message Age of Madness trilogy, so I would love to talk with him. <laughs> I'll message. I'll message David and uh, and and see yeah, if he please can put do. you guys in touch. No, I so I've we think like a succubus thing. We uh, get him on the show and then we siphon times, off his power for ourselves. 
Yeah. Yes. Yeah. His correct. talent. Yeah. Just like and I think we should tell him that we don't right have any of that in the show. That's it. This is gonna be this is gonna be like a live exorcism kind of deal. <laughs> we're just gonna suck it all. Joe that sounds gonna, like a good gonna story. Title right we're gonna exercise his talent and then pull it into ourselves. Just like yes. you know. Yeah, that's the goal. He's that's he's goal. definitely not gonna want to be on Triple W. And he's gonna be like fucking weirdos on out. Yeah, Mike and I, Mike and I, wear wear our black hooded robes. Yes, <laughs> Rob will provide the candles. He'll buy them on Amazon with some beer. Nice. And, and uh, I'll it. have you know, yeah. I make my own. I have candles. one of those weird Ouija board things. Oh, there you go. He's got like beeswax candles or something. Yeah. I do. <laughs> I make my. I own didn't know you made candles. And soy candles. I do. Uh, I, I picked wow, it up nice. um, a few a few months ago. I was just like, you know what? I fancy just making candles, so I started doing. Oh, that's oh, pretty neat. Uh, that is the most like fantasy you, author thing ever. Do you harvest yeah. and crush? <laughs> that's like slice harv- of life fantasy author kind of stuff. You gotta, you you gotta start writing like crush, crush your own uh, soybeans. Uh, no, I, I buy the wax out. online. I, I must admit, I buy the wax. Do you online. harvest oh, and okay. crush your own bees? Yeah. <laughs> it's weird in Canada. We just have electricity, so we don't use candles. <laughs> <laughs> and when the power goes out, who the fuck uses candles? We have a flashlight, man. Yeah, it's like, what are you talking about? In Ecuador, I would imagine it goes out a bit. It oh went yeah, out a lot in Costa Rica. Yeah, there's a, a we lot. live in a pretty small neighborhood on the outskirts of Quito, and there's like every once in a while you hear a transformer just go boom, and then car oh, alarms geez. go off, and then the power goes out for like ten seconds, and then I sometimes look at, they I look at my wife and say. Oh uh, yeah, that that doesn't on purpose. That, but they give you notice if they shut it down. Yeah. But I, I look yeah. at my wife in those moments, and I'm just like, we live in in a ghetto third world country, but I love it. So <laughs> that's not very nice. <laughs> she knows it. She accepts it. And then she slaps the shit out of you. No, she laughs because she knows she comes from a third world country. <laughs> <laughs> I love Ecuador, but it's like you know, South America's a a bit of a mixed bag. <laughs> yeah. At least you're not having um, to rely on candles like poor Rob in the UK. Yeah, I know. I mean, to be what honest, we're so backwards. We don't even have wheels yet. <laughs> we just it's figured like out a... how to like make triangular wheels in Australia, so they're better than just the square ones, but they're still not quite as good. It's as like that's it's fine like... as long as you've got like a road with grooves in it, so they just fit in. Very that's nice. right. No. Yeah. Like an it's like all, a... all those old Roman Jed, roads that you guys are still Jed, following. Jed, that's <laughs> not true. Square wheels are far superior to yeah. triangular wheels. It's like uh, Canada uh, and South Park. Be, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Rob and Mike, what about you guys? Like, let's, let's jump us? back to the origin <laughs> of the podcast. And there are going to be a lot like, of tangent thoughts and everything. Um, Rob, you want I mean, to take this first? Yeah, I, I basically, obviously, Jed asked, asked me to come on, and I thought, yeah, why not? Because uh, I, I quite I got on well with with Dirk and Michael. Um, and it's just fun, you know. Uh, I've done. I've been doing a bunch of podcasts around that sort of time because it was it was uh, during plague months, wasn't it? Um, yes, <laughs> where it was like could no longer go out of the house, so podcasts seemed to be the only way that I was actually getting to talk to anyone. So mm-hmm. I've done a bunch of them, and it, I I'd sort of stopped being scared of them, and it turns out they were actually quite fun. So I just thought, why not? And then it, it turns out that. You know, you get some uh, some good some good ideas and everything, and mm. you get to meet a lot of new authors who I'd, I'd never have I'd never have got to meet because they live across the other side of the world from me. So, mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely. 
or even that you haven't met that live in the same country. That's true. The same tiny, you know, little, tiny, tiny little we're, baby We're country. such a big country that it takes so long to get from one place <laughs> to the other. <laughs> when you're on your horse-drawn cart, it takes days to get across the, uh, the fire Horse-drawn cart with triangular wheels. Oh, That's with triangular wheels, man, it takes ages. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Mike? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I remember, I think you approached me and at the time, I'm not sure. I don't remember if you mentioned Robin Dirk right away, but my first thought was like, who the fuck is this? Um, <laughs> I didn't, I didn't know who and, Jeb he was still thinks either. That. And, I, and my, honestly, my first response was like, oh, fuck off. No. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but then, and then he lied and said, and that said that Dirk and Rob had already agreed. And I was like, ah, oh, fuck. Yeah. I, I might I be missing out on now. something. I figured I'd try it uh, mm. and, you know, in for a couple episodes, I, I, I expected it to be really awkward, uh, but nope. we seemed to hit a groove like fairly quickly where we were just, um, it was relaxed. It was really comfortable. It was, it was a lot. We were hanging out and chatting mm. and I have done a shit ton of podcasts and interviews yeah. and there are a lot of hosts uh, who are not good at it. Um, you know, it's, it's either, it's mostly about them and you happen to be a sounding board for whatever they want to talk about or they've got this really scripted questions. And And it's all the same questions. It's always the same shit, right? Whereas we are chaotic and unprepared, No um, (laughs) but it's, it's easy. It's fun, but that's the charm. And I think that's why people like listening to it is Mm -hmm. because it's not a scripted thing with a bunch of intelligent people it's you know four halfwits and a hopefully smarter guests <laughs> and somebody I think that's why smart. like and, yeah. the guests come on as yeah. well because we, we've had guests on like i remember will white coming on and saying this was just about the most fun podcast i've ever done because you, you guys just he said chat. anytime you guys want me on again anytime yeah that's what's cool is that i get those like we take turns sometimes inviting different people that we mm-hmm. know and i just always get these awesome mike Carey sent one too just was like that was a blast. Oh, um, nice. Yeah. So we make I them look good. It <laughs> 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 doesn't take much. Yeah, that's Power right. We just, uh, we look are, at us. Our regular dumb selves. <laughs> yeah. And I'm going to start using that way. as our pitch now to guests. Just be like, yeah. we are so dumb. That if you come on, you will look like a absolute savant Jeez. of writing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm fairly certain that is literally accurate with Joe Bacrombie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. But Dirk, I'm so excited for you and, uh, and Mike to be on with Anthony Ryan on the one-year anniversary. Jed, you're, you're, just because of time zone, I couldn't invite you. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Oh, yeah. So, oh, wait, Tony's, he uh, he's going to do it too, Anthony Ryan? Yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm pairing oh, you guys awesome. up with... Uh, so we're doing a one-year anniversary episode coming up soon, and I, I paired Dirk and, and Mike with, with uh, Anthony Ryan. And then oh, Anthony, is that Anthony, the link you sent? Oh my god, that's like weeks in advance. I've already lost it. I didn't, <laughs> I'm so prepared. No, I didn't send you a link. Out. No, no, no. The link I sent you was for this one. <laughs> what? You emailed the link for... Oh, all right. Yeah. Weird. I'm, I'm confused. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we're just so much. not used to getting links in advance god that's no, why that's why i edit and it's after the episode starts <laughs> <laughs> mike this is why i am in charge of editing and producing wizards yep, words uh, and words probably, you know? probably good it's definitely for the better <laughs> yeah 
Oh, man. Uh, Jed, I'll toss it to you if you want to ask me anything. Yeah, I would love to. Um, what what kind of drew you into, into podcasting? Because I think you kind of have approached it from a slightly different place to where I've done where, you know, I was going into this episode, uh, into creating this podcast to try to like become a better writer, try to share some of the stuff that I've learned and also hopefully to like sell some books along the way as well. And you came into this, correct me if I'm wrong, with like nothing published yet. Like I know you're working yeah. on uh, a novel. Um, but yeah, like what sort of drew you to start up your podcast? I mean, dude, podcasting for me has been like, it has been such a major part of my life for a really long time. I think hmm. the first podcast that I ever listened to was One Up Yours, was a video game <laughs> podcast from a, a website called One Up back in like okay. 2000. I think it was like 2007 or something like that. So like just a couple Whoa. of years ago. Just a, just a couple of years ago, man. Because I was <laughs> really bad. I was like, I still went back that far. Yeah, Dude, this neither. is one of the, like, like this is one of the OG. I mean, I guess I've been in, like listening to podcasts for 15 fucking years, but whoa, yeah. But right. I, I I was in on it really early, but it was all video game podcasts at the beginning, uh, and it was like uh ign and one up were these two are these two video game websites and i think one up is is gone now unfortunately but ign still has their podcast going but i just love video games so much and i kind of loved i didn't have anyone to talk to talk to about them and so this was kind of my way of being like having a conversation in my head about the games that i was playing or the games that i was excited for and then that just kind of kept going and going and I, I started listening to more podcasts from a greater variety. And I think probably like five years ago, things really took off in terms of like the variety of podcasts that you can mm. find. For sure. So I, so I was listening to like history podcasts, like Dan Carlin. Uh, I started, started uh, listening to the Joe Rogan experience. Um, you know, there's a, sort of like more political podcasts that I've, that I've started listening to as well. And really it's like, I have my staple. It's like, I've kind of sort of narrowed it down to like 12 podcasts that I will listen to, including yours. Although I'm editing now and it feels weird to like, listen to a podcast afterwards, but yes. I've just been like, spent way too much time with your voices. I and know. I'm kind of, just, probably I'm kind of tired. It forever. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I can't like listen to just like a full episode on my, on my phone anymore. It's like, no, I listen to it yeah. enough during the editing process, but I now I now have like a staple where it's like there's some podcasts that are for writing, some podcasts about history, some about politics, some that are about video games, uh, and some that are just kind of like, um, you know, about like health or whatever. Andrew Huberman is a good one. Yeah, he's got a good uh, podcast. Yeah, yeah. And so I've just been enamored with the podcast space for a really long time. And then I I have a friend in Vancouver who's American. And he's from uh, San Diego, and he's super, super political. Um, you have friends, of course. <laughs> I'm not just like some loner who lives in the mountains. Where in do Ecuador. you guys get those? <laughs> I think you go I to can... the Amazon store I... and you order them. Yeah, yeah with a bottle of booze, you can fine. order. Them. Only, only, only Why is Amazon getting so much free promotion in this episode? What are we doing? Fuck guys? Amazon. <laughs> Although I it mean, provides honest, the, the livelihood for all us, of I'm you. Okay with it. Yeah, yeah, please do. Please do. Audible. Are you listening? Amazon, are you listening? Um, We were talking about that earlier today. (laughs) Stay tuned. (laughs) Stay tuned for promotion. Um, 
So this friend from, from the US, he lives in Vancouver, but he's super political and me and him, whenever we meet up, we have conversations and he just gets super hyped up when all like the political bullshit is going on in the United States. Cause it's a chaos country, but, um, <laughs> he sort of pitched me on this idea of like, you know, we were having a conversation with his dad over a, a bottle of wine and his dad was just like, you guys should start a podcast. Like his dad of all people was the one who suggested like, you guys should just start a podcast. Cause this conversation was very, uh, you know, intense like yours, but more like intense and political leaning, but, and, but more intelligent. <laughs> more <Yeah>. intelligent yeah. <laughs> and so for years, like much. this was, this was back in like 2016 when, when all that crazy Trump shit was happening, um, leading up to the election. And we just kind of, tossed the idea around there a bunch and, and years passed. I, you know, I was living in Berlin, so it would have been difficult for us to, to do that. And then I moved to Ecuador, so it would still be difficult for us to do that. But now I realize like virtual podcasts are not a big deal and we could have pulled it off. Uh, regardless, you know, this idea was tossed around for a long time and we just never followed through with it. And then I realized like, I really want to start podcasting. And when I started writing for FanFi Addict, uh, David Walters was tossing ideas around of like, if any of you want to do something that's like experimental or what have you just like toss the ideas out there. If we, we can collaborate, awesome. If it ends up being like a solo venture, cool. And then I just said like, I want to start a podcast, you know, cause it's been something that I wanted to do forever and nobody else wanted to. So I was like, okay, I'm going to do it on my own. Then. <laughs> and, uh, and just you know, started putting together some ideas in July of last year, um, you know, making a list of like panel ideas and sort of the structure for it, how I wanted to do everything that I wanted to bring on authors. Uh, and basically, you know, for me, since I haven't published anything and I want to get published eventually, this was like my opportunity to just learn a shitload of stuff from authors yeah. that are already writing and publishing. Um, and just absorbing as much information as I can from them about topics that interest me and then topics that, you know, just based on the fact that they're on the panel, I know interest them as well. And the first panel that I did kind of blew my fucking mind because uh, one of the guys from FanFi Addict was doing the website design for SPSFC. And so my first panel was with Hugh Howie and Duncan Swan, who are the two people running nice. SBSFC. And I was like, that's pretty huge. Shit. My first guest yeah. is Hugh Howie. And yeah. uh, <laughs> I just kind of sat there and just tried to, you know, figure out my shit and just uh, <laughs> collect my thoughts. It was like, I've yes. been reading this guy for like 10 years and now he's going to come onto my podcast. So I was trying to, you know, rope in any, any fanboy sort of vibes Energy. that I had yeah. that I had going on because it was it was fierce. My fanboying was was fierce before I recorded with them. And I never sure. bother. I never <laughs> I never bother roping it in. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> but the thing is Dirk, it's like I have I have like multiple multiple authors who I'm just like really big fan of on the same panel. So it's like I can't be like fanboy with you and fanboy with you and fanboy with you and just like everything just falls apart. <laughs> it's like, I, I, I've met a lot I've met a lot of really famous people, but there's only one though who ever famous authors and and actors. But uh, when I worked in film, but there's only one author that ever actually made me kind of get weak in the knees. And that's when I, I was standing in line. It was no big deal. I was getting a, a book signed 
um, and it was uh, William Gibson. Oh, and I just I would I, I would have been the once, same. Once yeah. I was standing right in front of him, and he was looking up at me, I started to go, uh, uh, and I never <laughs> had that happen before. I had just been talking to Joe Abercrombie and Scott Lynch and uh, Stephen Erickson just earlier that day. Just fine, no problem. <laughs> just chatting with the boys, and yeah, uh, and then uh, and then I'm there in front of William Gibson, and I'm like, uh. Yeah. And everybody was shocked when I walked away because he grinned because I asked him how he was holding up. <laughs> and he's, yeah. Like you're his manager said, or something. Come here, said, hey, hey, Gibson, how you doing? You holding up? How you holding up, bud? I said, I am a huge <laughs> fan. How are you holding up? You've been here for a while. <laughs> and he was just like, he grinned, and we just started talking. And That's amazing. Nice. Actually, weird, but, uh, for, uh, you know, just building off of that, William Gibson lives in Vancouver, where I lived for five years. and. Uh, my ex-girlfriend worked at a at a cafe, and it turns out he was a regular at that cafe. And this no was way. when I was I'll, this was when I was already in Berlin, and and we've stayed in touch, my ex-girlfriend and I. And and she was like, "Hey, so uh, you know this author that that you talked about a lot while we were together, and uh, he's a regular at my cafe, and we just like my started chat. I'm like." fuck me like why am i not in vancouver like at this cafe just having a conversation with william gibson like oh my god that's so cool yeah so oh, she yeah. she became friends with william gibson uh you know taking his order wow. at a cafe and i'm just like son of a bitch that's awesome why am i in quito no <laughs> <laughs> so if i've learned one that thing from cool. dirk's story it's the best way to make friends with really famous uh, authors and like is when you you know you can't anything just pull up a chair and sit sit next to them like you're, you're best friends with them like it's a power move brah <laughs> like yeah. a colleague huge you, power move no but i think how you holding up is like the perfect line because if you ask yes. anyone how you holding up they're just like how am i holding up am i okay yeah. You know, yeah. it's not you know, like, then, why would you ask me I that? It's just like, shit, man. It's like, am I tired? Like, what's going on? And then I actually, <laughs> I actually got down, got down on one knee to show him the Kings of the Wild book. To propose to him. Getting, <laughs> that's why I thought this was going. To show him, because it was easier than leaning over. There's a know, ring and, hidden and in this book. And yeah. he didn't have to look up. So I got some, somebody took some awesome pictures. And one of them is Of you great. proposing to William Gibson. And, <laughs> William Gibson. Did he say yes? It's beautiful. Um, that's he beautiful said yes. Day. He would sign it. Nice. That's, that's it's just like just toss this, toss this ring away. Yeah. yeah. Small yeah. steps, Dirk. Small steps. Adrian, it's uh, interesting that you had that experience because I know the first time I interviewed someone back in 2018 on the Novel Analyst podcast, I was interviewing an author called Gabriel Berg Moser, and his podcast had actually really inspired me to get into the podcasting game because he had a an amazing podcast, which sadly no longer runs, called Movie Maintenance, where every episode they would basically take a film that didn't really kind of pull it off, and they would kind of provide their pitches or fixes for it. And mm -hmm. it was great. Really loved that podcast. And um, I must have listened to like 100 episodes of that thing. And I'd done like, I think, three or four episodes of the Novel Analyst Show. And I thought, oh, I got nothing to lose. I'm just going to ask this guy if he wants to come on and be interviewed. And this was like, you know, one of my biggest writing heroes at the time, young Australian author, like only a few years older than me, but already had a few things published. He said, yes, so he came on. That's right. That's right. <laughs> one year older than me being 14. Um, and yeah, like he came on and I was like losing my mind to talk with him. And there were so many times where he would be talking 
And I would be like thinking, wow, this is a really great episode of movie maintenance that I'm listening to. And then he would stop talking and I'd wait for one of the other co-hosts of that podcast to come in and start talking with him. And then when no one said anything, I realized, Awkward pause. oh, hang on. I'm actually, I'm actually in this episode and uh, I'm not just listening. I have to say a question now. And that's why if you go back and listen to that episode, there's a lot of like big long pauses after he says something. <laughs> and then me saying, oh, interesting. That's, that's really cool. While my brain is just madly scrambling to come up with a question for it. And uh, yeah, he, he must have liked it. Was it the I've got a lag. Yeah, that's right. I'm like, oh, sorry, the internet's really slow. Uh, that's strange. I saw someone walk in the background behind you. No, 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 internet's slow. Um, not my brain. But yeah, he, he's been awesome. And I've interviewed him like about five times since. So nice. obviously didn't stuff it up too bad. No. <laughs> or maybe I did and he just no, feels like, sorry. But, but, but also, no, you told me something about the first time that you, I think you interviewed Rob oh, as God, well. Yes. Tell me, tell me about that. Do you remember that. this, Rob? Do you remember the first? So the first time I interviewed you was on the Rob's old. Endless he doesn't podcast. remember this. <laughs> yeah. I drink and, a lot um, as well. There was like a lightning storm. <laughs> My brain's gone to shit help. since I started making candles. It's all the beeswax fumes. It just gets in your head. Yeah, <laughs> um, just gets yeah there was, the there was a fun story. Yeah, this was there? like, yeah, and like it cut out and I was, I think I had to call you on my phone like i had to get skype on my phone call you and then record you on another phone just coming out of my my other phone and the audio quality was absolute garbage because of that and uh yeah i, I don't know why you agreed to let me interview you in the future after that performance <laughs> it's, it's, I don't know. Chaos. it's just somebody said do you want to come back on a podcast i'm like ah fuck it why not i don't know yeah, sure. right um, <laughs> I, I made this uh, this this deal with um, I, I say it was with my missus. It wasn't. It was a deal with myself. I just sort of like told her about it, and it was this. Uh, it was a few years ago, and I was just like, I will not hmm. say no to anything that has the possibility of uh, like furthering my career within reasonable circumstances. You know, if somebody asked me to do porno, I'm not going to do it. But um, <laughs> what? So Sign up to the Wizards, Warriors, and Words podcast, only fans. Yeah. So it was really like says so like come on a podcast, I would say yes, because my instinct was to say no, because it scares me. Um, hmm. But the, yeah. the the sort of like the deal I made was just like, no, I will say yes, because it even if it's a small chance, if it has a chance of furthering my career and it scares me, I don't care, I'll just say yes and I'll do it. Um, mm. So that was probably why, because, you know, I just thought, hey, mm. he gets 10 listeners. Maybe I'll, uh, I'll get one of those to turn into a, a reader. Yeah. Yeah. But I think yeah, I think that's for a very... an hour and a half investment of time, you get about three dollars, <laughs> which is actually pretty decent Perfectly writer income. Yeah, <laughs> pretty good for a writer. Well below minimum. It's, it's, it's about what we've got with like you know, black library. Yeah, <laughs> I, I do the same thing though. Uh, same like if somebody text interviews, those I will often turn down now because it's mm-hmm. always the same questions and they're really fucking boring. Yeah. But uh, anyone, yeah. anytime somebody wants to do like a, you know, podcast or recorded, like interview, those I, like, basically will always say yes to. Just because I mean they, yeah. most of them are kind of fun now. Mm-hmm. Most now that I don't care, uh-huh. you know. And you came on some shitty ones, to be honest. Though I, I, I remember one. Oh, I, yeah. I can't even remember oh, yeah. whose it was now, but. He spent the entire time talking yeah, about don't his own say books. The name. And I was like, just why did you invite him. me on? <laughs> like, he, he, he admitted, like, oh, I've never even read one of your books. 
And then he just what? spent the entire time talking Jeez. about his own, and I'm just sat there going, oh, yeah, that sounds interesting. Wow. That's, <laughs> no. uh, that's a big no-no if you're a podcast host out there. Just yeah, it's like right I've, never, I've never interviewed anyone without having read their books, because for me, that just feels like fucking sacrilegious to be like, I'm going to talk to you about shit I don't know. And it's like, what's the point then, you know? That that author can smell the shit smeared all over your face because you didn't read any of their work. It's like it's so well, obvious. That's, well, that's the good thing about we have four people. So one of us has always read one of our guests, mm. at least one of our guests' books. Yeah. So I don't think we've ever had someone on who at least one or two of us haven't read. Yeah, some of that's accurate. I, I definitely haven't I, read the books of everyone we've interviewed, and I wish I had no. time to. But it's just yeah. like, yeah, I think, uh, you know, as long as someone from us knows that mm-hmm. author, that kind of guides our conversation and it allows mm-hmm. us to like, mm-hmm. yeah, know what to, to ask about and everything. So, yeah. yeah. Plus also, I, it's kind of nice because then sometimes we get people on and, you know, Dirk, Mike and Rob are asking amazing questions about their book. And I'm like, wow, this sounds sick. I got to read this. And then yeah. that's, mm-hmm. uh, that's how uh, you find some, <laughs> some awesome authors. I, I, yeah. It is quite yeah. funny. I mean, that like, was I remember, last uh, week's Mike Carey episode for me. Yeah, yeah, true. Yeah. Mm. That's just it. We, we've had like Mike Carey on. I, I was like, to be honest, I've, I've never read anything that he's done. I've watched uh, mm. The Girl with All the Gifts. and Girl with All the it. Gifts. But yeah. then like we had Brian mm-hmm. Stavely on. I was like, I've read everything of yours. I love you. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. And I have read ba- uh, almost everything of Mike Carey's except for... The nice. one series that my sister just read and absolutely loved. So, and now you yeah. feel empty inside because you have. Them. I did. Well, I admit, I admitted that I hadn't read them, but I have them. I have them all. The Felix Castor series. Yeah, I mean, at this point, it's like I've never read as much of my life as I have because of SFF addicts. I think like already this awesome. year, I am at forty full like full length or wow. novellas at this point. Dude, that doesn't even include like. I'm doing yeah. like a reread of Sandman uh, leading up to the, oh, nice. to the show. And it's just like, oh, I love that comic so much. But yeah, it's like yeah. I have read so fucking much. But then I've also become very, uh, I've become very in tune with like my reading habits. It's like I'll usually read three books at once, one of which is usually a comic. <laughs> but it's like yeah. I'll read one physical book and then I'll have something on my, on my Kindle, which I read while I'm on the, on the elliptical, like working out. Um, because I don't want to become like a big sausage man, and I want to stay somewhat. <laughs> you looking at one of us when you said that. <laughs> I'm, lo- I'm looking at Jed like the fittest on the podcast. God damn. <laughs> That's you good. I need Jed that insecurity and, to drive you, me in the you gym. You and Jed in your sausages, guys. Yeah. Jeez, they're Why really good, sausages man. Today? Sausages yeah. are delicious. <laughs> but but it's like. You know, I really like it. It adds so much to me for every podcast that I do. And it's like, I've actually read your work and we can have a really good conversation mm, about mm. it and dig into like some of the nuances there. And then I can see yes. the passion on that author's face as they light up. Like, you know, Dirk, you were talking about meeting William Gibson. My sort of like wobbly legs moment was interviewing Fonda Lee oh, and then God. having oh, her nice. on again yeah. for like two subsequent panels. And I'm just like, holy shit. Like, I'm just. Like talking to Fonda Lee, you know, and then when the conversation yeah. gets really casual and then, you know, like the laughs start coming out in a natural way, it's just like, that is, that is why That's I podcast. That is like yeah. why I love doing this because, you know, when everyone is in a rhythm and things feel very comfortable to the point where it's like, you can laugh and that sort of 
self-serious nature that a lot of podcasters have just vanishes. That's when like it clicks for me. And I imagine that's when it clicks for a lot of listeners too, when they're Mm. listening to this and it's like, Oh yeah, this is really like, you know, like Mike said, it feels very like manufactured, blah, blah, blah. And then it gets to a point where everyone's very calm and, and relaxed and just, you know, laughing casually, like impulsively where it doesn't feel forced. That to me is just the gold of podcasting. Cause it's like, that's like having a real fucking conversation with a human being and we're doing it virtually. And this is the best that we can accomplish. But that to me is like, cool. I get my social fix, you know, during a pandemic from just talking to, to these authors or like talking to you guys or, you know, doing these things that are, you know, never really outside of my comfort zone because I have a background in music journalism. That's what I was doing oh, during university. I was just yeah. like going to music festivals and, and, and concerts and, and interviewing artists, uh, which is really cool. fun. It was very, <laughs> that to me, that to me like prepared me for podcasting because I was very, um, you know, fanboying a lot, meeting a lot of these musicians. Um, like I remember going to a music festival in Washington and I interviewed, uh, there were two interviews that I did that just kind of like blew me away. Like I'm actually doing this. I don't know if you guys have heard of the band block party. Yes. Yes. Um, they're from the, they're from the UK, but I interviewed the, the lead singer of that band. Nice. Cool. That's pretty cool. So I interviewed the lead singer of that band and he, I just had this moment where I'm just like, we're all human because he smelled like BO. <laughs> <laughs> what were you expecting to smell like? <laughs> I don't know, fucking like flowers in heaven. I don't know what I was expecting. How close did you get Maybe to that's he, what heaven smells like, BO. We were, we were sitting next to each other on a couch. And, Adrian uh, does very okay. intimate interviews, guys. Yeah. He gets, like, he gets like, right up in the grill. Like Dirk and Rob just like <laughs> snuggling for the weekend. That's yeah. it. He's, He's got one microphone and he has to get both their mouths close sniff. to it. <laughs> dude he smelled very strong go ahead mike bo is music standard mm-hmm. like yeah. i worked you... in the music industry recording and stuff for 15 some odd years or more yeah, yeah. stinky is normal it's normal flowers yeah, I... that's rare that's i was gonna ask strange. i was gonna ask if you ever interviewed uh michael r fletcher when he was on Thanks, who the hell is that then I, Michael realized that, <laughs> I, I, realize, I realized that was back in the 80s and you weren't even born yet. Ooh. <laughs> uh, I was not in a band in the 80s. It was in the late 90s, early 2000s. Yeah, okay, that's it. So I, would, I was like 10. Yeah, grunge. But nah, yeah, it was metal, but you know, whatever. But like he smelled like BO and then I was just kind of like that immediately just evaporated any sense of... Uh, sort of like anxiety on my stank so bad your (laughs) fanboy died pretty much (laughs) pretty much man and then after that i i interviewed uh edward sharp and the magnetic zeros uh which is like a huge band but they're like a bunch of hippies so of course they smelled too so this is like i think like smell just kind of a theme here uh just kind of like demolished any sense of anxiety i had with talking to people because it's like yeah whatever fucking vanity you have in terms of you know, uh, fame or that kind of thing. And in the fantasy and sci-fi world, it's like, there is fame and there is, you know, this sort of like status, but I think a lot more people are humble about it. Like you look at Joe Abercrombie and he's like, he's super chill and he doesn't care that he's a best-selling author next to, you know, us. 
but <laughs> um there's just this sense of uh comfort that I developed and I think that really applied well to podcasting because it's like I just transferred that over and I didn't have any anxiety meeting people like Hugh Howie or like having these conversations and leading a conversation and that kind of thing it all just felt super natural and now I think I've I've sort of surpassed that that hurdle of being a host who doesn't feel comfortable in the shoes of of being a host and Jed it's like I I hear the same from you cuz you guys are just having such like it sounds like you guys are just like hanging out in Dirk's basement drinking and having a conversation. <laughs> and for me, that's the appeal of the podcast. It's like, okay. Anytime, guys. Come anytime. on. Up. He's actually kidnapped us Love all. We're all in up. like different parts of his basement. You're not allowed to leave. Yeah, please let us out. <laughs> with Mike with with Fletcher with Fletcher dust sprinkled everywhere, of course. Who do you think writes my books? <laughs> my slaves. Yeah, Dirk's too busy renovating to write his books. <laughs> so speaking, yeah, I, speaking of speaking of stinky hippie musicians, are you guys old enough to remember Patchouli? I have no idea who that is. Never heard of that. No. Or what it is? You mean is? the band or the no. what hippies used to hide the fact Where? they're smoking dope? <laughs> and and B.O. Yeah. 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 Dope. Was it like a B.O. And patchouli. It's a it's a perfume, basically. Okay. Oh, and okay. it's so nasty all by itself. It's yeah. <laughs> or it's so burn, burnable incense. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Oh. That seems yeah, to I've never, the purpose. I, when, when you said that at the beginning, I thought that was a musician. So that just flew right yeah. over. Me too. That was where I, my, my mind went to as yeah. well. You can still right, buy you it. You it's s- still around, but it's like an like a perfume oil thing. Yeah. Oh, man. <sighs> but uh, Jed, I wanted to ask you and like ask all of you guys, like, you know, when you were starting the podcast, why was writing advice the thing that you that you wanted to focus on? Because it's like for me, obviously, like, I, I wanted to learn how to write. <laughs> yeah. I'd love There's to know like, the answers. I still oh, haven't shit, found man. them out. <laughs> like why, why was that the theme that you, that you guys went with? Uh, Rob, do you I, I don't. Oh, well, Mike, you go. I, I don't think we're a writing advice podcast. I know it, but that's like Jed, the Jed pitches it as that. <laughs> I know, but we're like, I, we, it's not like we give advice. We talk about it mm, yeah. and we talk around subjects and occasionally we actually manage to be on point, but that's, kind of rare yeah um <laughs> we are a babble about writing pro, you know uh podcast it's, it's not advice because none of us know what the fuck we're doing it's a writing yeah. conversation podcast i mean like i would yeah. never give someone writing advice other than like put your ass in the chair and fucking write mm-hmm. we give op- we, we give are, op- we give options and alternatives but yeah, it's, yeah it's, we, we babble yeah. about how but, we do yeah. shit and Podcasts we ask suggestions. How they do prescriptive shit. about this is the way it should be done. Mm. I just, you know, so we just throw out, throw out from our experience. Let's work. We're, yeah. we're basically a writing adjacent podcast because yeah. Yeah, we, we, don't, we don't really hand out. We occasionally hand yeah, out that's... some bits of advice. We, we interview other authors. We occasionally just have game shows or Fletcher episodes, which are, um, I don't even know how to describe a Fletcher <laughs> episode. episode's my favorite. Magic. His his name describes them. <laughs> Fletch God Apocalypse. Yes. <laughs> I should start so, I, actually I now. now just, sorry for the interruption. I'm going to start writing Fletch God Apocalypse in the in the episodes instead of Michael R. Fletcher. It's like I don't know why I didn't do that from the beginning. <laughs> that should actually be sorry, his right. writer name. He should just give up on the Michael R. Fletcher and just be Fletch God Apocalypse. 
There's too many Michael Probably. Fletchers out there, you know, but Fletch God Apocalypse that, is far more no, distinct. No, Fletch God Apocalypse would work if you were writing progression fantasy or lit RPG on road. Yes. <laughs> That's true. You could name yourself anything. Definitely like, would. There was, there was somebody yeah. who named themselves No One. That, that's their author name. Yeah. No, that's it's nobody, amazing. I think. But it's spelled with a nobody? one no. in the name. Yeah, yeah, but it's spelled with a one in there somehow. I don't know how yeah. the one gets in there. Then it would be Maybe no it's one. a zero. Yeah. You're a writer. You um, know how words work. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh that's mother of learning, isn't it? Yes, which is huge. And it's yeah, by and Ray it's Mark huge. as well. Yeah. Absolutely huge. Yeah. Nobody 101 or nobody something, something. Something like that, yeah. Um, yeah. Which is interesting. To answer your question, Adrian, I think maybe it's a matter of semantics. I definitely would consider us to be a writing advice podcast. Like, and I think that the best writing advice is... No, no, I think they're on... They're, I agree with them. Like, I think that we do talk more about uh, less pres- prescriptive stuff and more about like, hey, this has just been my experience with this thing and... Here's, uh, you know, some general mindset things that are useful. And I think that that is really the best, not the best writing advice, but like that is really important. And that is like kind of the rule zero for learning how to be a writer is to realize that like there are all these different people out there that are doing it in their own totally unique way. And they will all tell you to do the exact opposite of each other. You know, Stephen King will say, don't use a notebook because if you have to write an idea down to remember it, it's not good enough. And then there's other authors that are like, you need to write 300 pages worth of notes before you even start to think doing your first chapter because otherwise mm-hmm. your world won't feel detailed and rich enough. And Or you have uh, to write every day or you have yeah, to do yeah. this. All these different you things, have right? To do that. Yeah. yeah. And I think, that, really, I, I think the content is what has garnered us as many readers as we've gotten because it's certainly not our personalities. <laughs> yeah, those are really doing something right. I was going to shining just to, like, rainbow. Close this I'm point, I would say that, Come um... on. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it's it's Rob's pretty face that they come for. They, they come beard. for the beard. They come for the they beard. come for the beard. <laughs> the tavern style beard. Um, yeah, and I would say like there. I think we're pretty open with the fact that there's like there are no secrets and there's no like magic bullet for you know. Succeeding as a writer, and our podcast can't mm-hmm. give you that. But if you do sign up to our Patreon and give us money, then we will give you the magic bullets and the magic. <laughs> so that's Fucking where it comes shameless in. Shameless plug. Yes. Um, no, no, no. But, but in all seriousness, I think that like the stuff that I have benefited the most from is I've definitely benefited from reading books like Structuring Your Novel by K.M. Wyland, where she very prescriptively goes through and says, "This is how to do a particular type of structure." At this percentage mark, this thing's happening. This thing's or happening. Save and the I've cat. also, hmm. yeah, I haven't read Save the Cat, so I, I can't comment on that one. But I have also benefited a lot from listening to people like Mike who say, yeah, I just kind of make it up as I go along. And, uh, you know, if I'm stuck, I don't like force it through. And here are some general mindset things that are useful. And yeah, I think both of those are, have their place and they're really useful. So I think that's sort of, yeah, why I find talking about this stuff fascinating and particularly mm-hmm. the the mindset stuff i think is really important because like people can tell you how to structure a book or how to write interesting characters but like what's a lot harder f- to deal with is like how do you keep doing this after years and years of like not getting the results you want or what happens if you do get the results you want and now you have to deal with ex- expectations and you know the sequels perils of success and everything 
and that's the like crush of success and that's fame. It. <laughs> yeah, my intoxicating that lifestyle every day. Of fame. And that's where that's where Dirk comes in and says, "How are you holding up? How are you holding up, buddy? <laughs> <laughs> are you dealing with fame? I, okay. Yeah, I it, remember it looks like when struggling. I first started writing. My wife was like kind of worried like what happens if this actually works and you actually become famous Mm -hmm. like like is this like what this could be like negative impact this could be you know difficult and i was like you've handled it very well yeah right i'm like (laughs) name a famous fantasy author and she's like we'd watched game of thrones on tv so she knew george rr martin and i'm like (laughs) would you recognize him in a grocery store (laughs) Yeah, yeah she's like no no like the most famous one on the entire planet yeah. could walk past her in a grocery store i'm like and i will never ever ever be anywhere near that i think it's gonna be fine yeah <laughs> like, don't have to worry about there's those no writing it's like there's no, no one yeah nobody no one has ever live. recognized no, nobody me, recognizes like, george never. railroad martin like nobody recognizes <laughs> he looks like a fisherman yeah. or like a railroad conductor it's like he's <laughs> you live that, that one moment that one moment in your life where somebody's just going to come up to you and go are you Michael R. Fletcher? And you'll be like, yes, I've made it. Oh my God. <gasps> yes. But also, what are you doing in my house? Yeah. Like, are you a weird stalker? <laughs> I, get, I get recognized from the tiny roles that I had when I was acting in LA in the 1990s today nice. more than I ever get recognized for my. Tell them yeah, about your men in you black. Truck stop zombie number five. <laughs> yeah. Dirk was in the first Men in Black movie, in case you really aren't aware of that. Yeah. What? For about four, sec- for about four seconds. It's oh, a wow. critical four seconds, though. The movie falls apart without those four seconds. <laughs> so, so, you, so you, met, you, you met Will Smith before he started yeah. slapping people. Yep. Actually, yeah. Dirk was the reason no, he why was he started awesome. slapping people. He looked at Dirk he and he thought, some people he just and, deserve to get here. He and, he, and Jada, <laughs> he and Jada were really cool. He just, he just walked right over on set and introduced himself to me. That's pretty nice. sick. It was That's yeah, it was awesome. And Jada was with him, and he's like eight feet tall, and she's like four feet tall. So. Yeah. <laughs> and Dirk's right in the middle. <laughs> yeah, Tommy Lee Jones was not as nice. Uh-huh. Maybe he was having a bad day. That's not fair. But but he he should have asked him. Known, How's it going? He's like he's like the quintessential grumpy dude, though. Yeah, yeah. He has so, been paid to play it, grump for the last three decades. No, he's that is true. in that case, it's like he's paid to be himself. He's just inherently grumpy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm method acting for my whole life. Yes. Being a grumpy But it's, it, it's really funny when you're on a set and somebody like Will Smith introduces themselves. Hi, I'm Will Smith. I'm mm-hmm. like, uh, and you're like, I yeah, know. I know. <laughs> no, uh, shut your hole up, Will. <laughs> um, what? You're Will Smith? You're like, no, I don't think so. Will Smith looks totally different. Yeah, See, Will that's, Smith that's be, another time Will, where Will you can Smith introduce the power move by just saying, never heard of you, and walk away. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm yeah. Dirk Ashton, soon to be mm. author of the Paternus trilogy. <laughs> now, that was a long time before I even yeah. thought about Paternus. Um, I wanted to ask you guys another question, like in terms of, uh, you know, you put out so-called writing advice whatever writing adjacent whatever you want to sure. call it but how do you feel that <laughs> that feeds into yeah writing suggestions yeah fuck writing excuses writing suggestions <laughs> um yeah. how do you feel that the podcast feeds into like the sci-fi fantasy and self-pub communities because you guys are are so much more like well known within the self-pub crowd uh, yeah i think before this i wasn't and this 
is now the reason why, like just to give you a really easy example of this, when I was trying to get people to review Across the Broken Stars, which is the like second novel that I published, it was such an uphill battle. I probably reached out to, I don't know, like 50 different reviewers and blogs and, and maybe like five of them said yes, with like a free copy to review it. And when I was trying to promote Siege of Treblin, which is the most recent release I've done, I reached out to like probably 10 or 15 people, uh, yourself amongst them. And pretty much everyone said yes. And I think it was mm-hmm. because of this podcast, like they'd heard my name from it before. I even had, I think it was like on Bookborn's channel. She did a review of Siege of Treblin that was great. Yep. And she was like, oh yeah, Jed Hearn's pretty well known in the self-published fantasy community. And I was like, what? That's news to me. I've <laughs> never heard this one before. Um, but yeah, apparently like that, that's what, that's what the podcast has done. So I don't know if it's, you guys are like more established. Um, so you probably didn't experience like. I just got, I just got really, really lucky, really, really lucky at the, at the SPFBO. Right. My book just came out literally. Well, you wrote a great the book. Day, so the that day that I entered, uh, and I was like 298 or 299 out of 300 cut off. Wow. For the wow. wow, dude. That's huge. And then, and then I, then I was a finalist and got third. So it, that's, it, that's the only reason I know anyone. Mm-hmm. That is pretty huge. I mean, what year yeah. was I don't, I don't know if the, if, 26, if the podcast 2016. Like, I would assume it has in, increased, um, I wouldn't say popularity, but uh, recognizability, I guess, um, for me. But what I do know is we fairly regularly um, have people recognize us online on Facebook groups, on Twitter or on Reddit or whatever, and say, oh, you're one of the, the WWW uh, boys, you know, Wizard Wars of Words boys. And it's mm. like, oh, your, your podcast Triple has really dub. helped me. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's nice because, like, the number of times people say, like, your, your podcast has actually really helped me sort of, like, get mm, through yeah. this or, you know, knuckle down and get my yeah. book mm-hmm. written or anything cool. like that. And that, that's awesome because it's like, well, that's mm. kind of the reason that we exist, I suppose. Yeah. The, like, the reason yeah. the podcast does exist is to do that sort of thing. Um, yeah. So that yeah. I, know, just I, like... know, I know for a fact that, that when I did my last Kickstarter, um, there were a ton of people that were telling me, oh, I, found, I heard about this, found out about, about this from the, from the podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I, now I that I'm editing the podcast, on, uh, Reddit progression fantasy uh, about my, my my latest release, Titan Hoppers, which released a few days ago. You should read it. Um, and <laughs> uh, one of the guys who responded awesome. said, oh, "I thought." I... <laughs> one of the guys who responded said, "I thought I recognised your name. You're one of the Wizards, Warriors, and Words lot." And it's like, ah, yeah. <laughs> so I, I suppose it it definitely has helped to catapult our names into the stars. <laughs> into the fan maybe low the fame, stratosphere the fame of self stars yeah. yet that's it <laughs> but but now that yeah, i'm no, editing I, I, the podcast it's that. like i i see the youtube comments and stuff like that because i just i just take a cheeky look yeah. sometimes yeah no go for it <laughs> and uh you know i see the the comments that people are leaving and it's just like oh yeah like i was going through this particular problem or it's really good to hear that you guys are you know suffering from the same sort of like fighting <laughs> woes as me and that kind of thing but yes. your discussion of it helped me you know because like you like you say it's never like it's always um suggestive suggestive as opposed to prescriptive it's like this is what mm. we're doing and that's what works for us and maybe someone else takes that and they take this little tidbit from one bit and then the tidbit from someone else or and and just kind of like accumulate it into this like 
amoeba of whatever the fuck their writing personality is and how that works for them. And that for me is like the coolest thing about, about what you guys are doing. Thank I you. Do I, do I, mean, I don't really listen that. to I mean, a lot yeah, of other... Yeah, it's awesome when we hear stuff mm. like that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't listen to a lot of other writing Sorry, podcasts Rob, myself, but um, I, I, I imagine most of a sort of writing podcast, they, they, advice podcast they do actually give advice whereas a lot of the time episodes that we've done have been like you know talking about um you know burnout and the like um and just how we've yeah. gone through it and how it's affected us or whatever any other subject yeah. like that, which is obviously a lot different yeah. to just like hey this is how you write a prologue or whatever so i imagine mm, yeah. in some ways it's helpful in very different ways to a more standard writing advice podcast yeah. yeah, and that's and what, what I think for- I wanted to create with this is like not so much because that to your point, Rob. Like I didn't see a lot of other podcasts out there that were like giving you that really raw, unfiltered glimpse into what it was like to mm-hmm. be a writer. Like both all of the the great things that come with it, and then also all of the difficulties and the struggles that come with it. And I think like that's something that we've sort of gone towards really great. And for me personally, my favorite episodes we've done have been Fletcher's Chaos episodes where we talk about things like <laughs> happiness and you know, trying to like find fulfillment in writing and stuff. And like, the search that's the Steve. kind of thing I love discussing. The search we for Steve. Yeah. We need to do another yeah. one of those. We need to do another one of those for sure. We haven't and I think done like, one for a while. I love those so much because it's like, this is Jed just has to pay me more to the edit stuff I would episodes. want to hear. Yeah. <laughs> They're just so chaotic that it explodes Adrian's editing computer. Um, like, oh, but yeah, that's why I really appreciate you doing those episodes for us, Mike, because like, that's the kind of stuff that I think is truly valuable for the same reason that mm-hmm. like, you can't see behind me, but I've got a, a ton of biographies from like Stephen King, Bruce Springsteen, even like Matthew McConaughey, Arnold Schwarzenegger. And like, they're all different creatives in a sense. But I think the biggest benefit that you get from reading those biographies, apart from them just being fascinating storytellers, is like, you really get to see all of the parts of the creative life, like mm-hmm. all the good parts, all the bad parts. And yep. yeah, just like getting that insight into it allows you to like... Yeah be so much better when it comes to shaping your own journey mm-hmm. as a writer because you're kind of yeah, like, like oh it's not enough to just aim for you know tons of sales i've got to actually think about if i'm enjoying what i'm producing and you know yeah. all those sorts yeah. of things because it's yeah, not I like it's lot. not like it's not like you're just ending you're viewing the end product and to be like arnold schwarzenegger is super jacked and i want to mm. be jacked like that without taking steroids maybe but yeah. <laughs> um oh, he he definitely takes steroids he, he definitely takes steroids yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah but but it's like you you need to see like all the ingredients in the cake and the mm. process with which it comes together before just viewing it and being like oh that looks tasty as hell i'm just gonna shove my fat yes. face into it but it's like <laughs> podcasting is the same thing it's like for me it was really eye-opening to be like okay i'm gonna start a podcast i've never edited audio or video before so I learned all of that on a, on a plane ride to Spain. Uh, I took, so last August, <laughs> my, my brother-in-law, my brother-in-law is studying in, in Pamplona and I was chaperoning him cause I have a Canadian passport and Ecuadorian visa processes are the worst. So my in-laws just said like, can you take him? And I was like, yeah, sure. I'll go to Spain. Um, but the plane ride was like 11 hours. So I had 11 hours. And I just, I just pulled up, a, I downloaded a bunch of YouTube tutorials on audio and video editing. And I just edited that episode with uh, Hugh Howie and Duncan Swan during that plane ride. And I figured out how to That's video it. edit, how to audio edit, and how to like 
work with levels and all this different shit. And it's just like, when it comes to a podcast, if you want to put a podcast out on audio form, or if you want to put it out in video or both, or just one or the other, whatever, there's so much more that goes into it than you think. And then on top of that, it's like, there's graphic design. Thankfully, I have a history with graphic design. Uh, and I've used like Photoshop and Illustrator just like in my tattoo work as well. And it's like all these different things just kind of like commingling to be like, okay, I can, you know, do all the graphics for for my podcast and create like a an Instagram and a, and a, a you know Twitter presence that feels a bit more like visually interesting, you know, isn't so bland or or anything like that. And so it's like all of this mm. stuff just kind of commingling together, and and for people to realize like even a single episode of wizards worries and words it's like there's so much more that goes into it than they think it's jed's prep it's you guys sitting down and recording and having the conversation it's me downloading all the files and and editing the audio editing the video putting together like a youtube thumbnail all this different stuff and then the end product that you get is like that's the best that we could produce for you but you know, <laughs> I like the way you're making it sound like we're, we're, we're actually prepared for any of this. We just roll up and talk shit for like half hour. That's yeah. it. That's, I was that's it for say, us. Yeah. My that's the best. Pretty minimal. <laughs> no, I mean, it's for like the first year Jed was like, oh, I'm going to send you the show notes for the upcoming episode and the questions. And here's what we're going to talk about an entire year. And we're like, no, no. Not gonna <laughs> and, and the episode would start and we'd all be like, so what's happening today? Exactly. That's, we still <laughs> do that. I mean, works. that was basically today. But I think to your point, Adrian, yeah. it's like, it's kind of, okay, this is very, uh, this is very arrogant to compare us to this person, but like, there's this great story about Picasso <laughs> sitting in some cafe and someone getting him to draw a piece of art on a napkin. And it took, takes 30 seconds to draw the piece of art. And then they're like, oh, can I have this? And he goes, yeah, for $50 million. And the person loses their mind. They're like, that took you 30 seconds to draw that. Like, and that, that can't be worth $50 million. And he says in classic Picasso fashion, like, yes, but it took me, may have only taken 30 seconds to draw that piece of artwork, but it took me 30 years to learn how to draw it in 30 mm, seconds. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. give me the $50 million. And uh, I think to some extent, like, that's why the podcast is so fun for us to do, because we've all been writing for a very long time. And it means that we don't really have to prep. Like, we can just sort of come on and because we're so immersed in in this in this kind of world of you know fantasy writing and fantasy reading like we you know have almost done like decades of prep in a sense even though we yeah. like i like don't i like his spin this. rather than we're just too fucking lazy to do yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which is really much more of the truth <laughs> yeah it's that too it's that well, too but uh yeah, Jed's, Jed's, Jed's there's, there's a range of us we all good. came about this through different journeys so we have lots of different experiences to uh to bring to the Rob, overall narrative would you say that we're this, forming uh, within this podcast would you say this is a progression podcast oh god <laughs> what do i have stats? yeah we're uh i am de- i am i am definitely not leveling up <laughs> dirk down. is just He's just static. Just static. Yeah. But, but well, what, if you look okay, at our, you look at our stats, about, Adrian, yeah. our best episode was our first episode in terms of listenership. That's how it always episodes. is. So, That's how it always is. And then yeah. everyone's just like, oh, fuck these guys. Let me get out of here. <laughs> so if you made it three seasons with us, um, yeah, like maybe maybe just uh, You're have crazy. Think about what that means. Yeah. <laughs> no, cheers. For, All cheers right. For I just want to, I just want, I want to throw a little bit of a, uh, of, of something maybe useful Ooh. people can use. 
Yes, reading uh, do. those autobiographies of biographies are like hugely hmm. uh, um, waste of time. Uh, no, no, <laughs> Inspira- inspirational to me. Yeah, and I read, Agreed. you know, because I'm a film guy. Um, I've read a lot of like filmmakers autobiographies, and they're mm. like, again, they show all the good yes. and all the bad. And here are my favorites. We can put them in the show notes. If yeah, you please do. send them to you. Something like an autobiography by Akira Kurosawa. Mm. Uh, Emerald, Forest, Emerald Forest Diary by John Borman. Um, uh, Just Tell Me When to Cry by Richard Fleischer. Um, and uh, I think it's called, just called Magic Lantern by Ingmar Bergman. Those are just amazing and just so yeah, much fun to read. Out. Kurosawa talking about drinking beer for breakfast on the shoot and then whiskey and then uh, and then uh, uh, sake for lunch and then whiskey, they'd say, for dinner. Jesus. <laughs> Every the original day. Michael Fletcher. Yeah. Just, <laughs> and just great stories of like, of like Borman talking about getting to meet Kurosawa and what they talked about. And, and uh, uh Fleischer talking about sitting and some old man was at a bar in a dark bar in Hollywood. They were talking about film and his film had just got Fleischer's. Fleischer's father was one of the Fleischer brothers who did the Superman cartoons way back when. Huh. And uh, he uh, and he was just talking to this old man and it, and uh, the guy kept calling him um, calling him uh, 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 I can't remember what he was. Oh, Doug. And he didn't know who he was. And it turned out uh, at the end, he found out it was D.W. Griffith, who he was talking to about how, what a bummer it was to have films get trashed, like, you know, <laughs> Birth of a Nation. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just really fun stuff like that. And also Crazy. really inspiring, too. Yeah. And that's the kind of stuff is like, you can just take a, you know, I don't think anything is broadly like applicable from one life to another. It's like, you have to have your own experiences yeah. mm, and agreed. you have to have... Yeah everything that makes you who you are. And this applies to whether you start podcasting or writing or whatever creative endeavor you go into. It's like, whatever your passions are, all that kind of stuff, it's a result of your accumulative experience. And you can't say like, oh, I want to look at like George R. R. Martin and I want to be the next him. It's like, fuck off. That's impossible because he's him and you are you and whatever path Mm. you take is going to be different. And you could never emulate anyone so directly. It's like, you have to take pieces of uh, information or experience from someone else. You have to steal from a bunch of people. Yeah, that's yeah. right. You have and to. You, can't you have tell to. Who you, stole you from. have to be like a Frankenstein thief, as opposed to just like a direct <laughs> copy of anyone. Yep. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yep. yep. Yeah. And you and, just choose your parts yeah. as you go along. You just discard one part and put exactly. on another one. Exactly. And off as authors, as like creatives, it's like we're we're wearing many masks. We're just a bunch of fucking frauds. (laughs) There's like so many, so many different faces that you kind of have to uh, put on. But I think what works for you guys is like keeping it as genuine as possible. You know, like I love that. I love that Dirk just like scratches his beard and like takes a, takes a puff of his like e-cigarette or whatever the hell (laughs) he's smoking over there. It's like, you guys play it very natural and i think that genuine nature is what what attracts people to listen or or watch you know and for me it's like doing my podcast i just like i told people from the very beginning it's like if you want to swear swear because i swear a lot and that's just the nature of the beast and it's like if anyone wants to like 
censor themselves. For me, that's already like a roadblock that just makes things feel less natural because they have to think more about what's coming out of their mouth. It's like when it is more conversational, when people speak more truthfully, and especially as authors, when it's like, these are things that we love. So speaking truthfully about it is like, like Rob said earlier, you know, how often do we get the opportunity to just nerd the fuck out with, with people who are within our creative field? Like that's really, really cool. And any roadblock that you put up there just impedes someone's ability to speak as truthfully as they possibly can. And it's like, if you, for me, it's like, if anyone wants to start a podcast, the best thing, the best advice that I would give them, you know, take it or leave it. Uh, best suggestion that I could give them is just like pick a topic that you are super passionate about and Mm. set it up in the way that is most natural to you with as little roadblocks as possible that will make things feel like to prevent things from feeling too manufactured because there's just already way too much manufactured shit out there. So I feel like people are aching for stuff that feels more real, like a bunch aching. of aching yeah they're a- mm. they're aching for rob's beard and and a good conversation on we all um do any of you have any advice or suggestions in terms of like someone who wants to get started in podcasts oh find yourself a jed yeah find someone who's young and still actually young and interested and, and, and passionate active and like yeah who will actually cares about things who will actually to do, to all, do the all the work, work. yeah yeah, yeah. and so because you need to be able to like slump in your chair kind of show up on time not know what's happening mike with his bad posture and, um, <laughs> grunt occasionally yeah um, it's, and, it's a great parasitic uh, relationship if you drop, got going on here. Basically, just Marlon Brando <laughs> towards it's the really end of his <laughs> Yeah, have, sort of you, you know, if if you can. I mean, it flesh got apocalypse. Flesh god apocalypse now. Yeah. Uh, no, it's a flesh god. Flesh god. Uh, apocalypse is a metal <laughs> band. It's a heavy metal. Oh my god, children, kids these days not listening to metal. I bet you don't do drugs either. Oh, dude, I do so no, many I'm, drugs. I'm, I'm a, I'm a I was going to say, the you mushroom, whole book Michael, about mushrooms right Do you now, see the mushroom like, people behind me? very questionable. Um, all right. <laughs> sorry, Mike. Continue. I can't remember what we were talking yeah, about. Yeah, sorry, Mike. Like, you were talking I, about distracted. Your yeah, get your yeah. Get yourself a Jed. Yeah. If you want to start a podcast, <laughs> but you don't want to do anything, which is kind of, I actually don't want to start a podcast or even be on one, but here we go. <laughs> <laughs> That's how persuasive I am, folks. Yeah. yeah, I don't even know why I'm here. Yeah, this is we're into three years. Sleep right now. We don't that forces either. me into it. Every I'm week. confused. <laughs> Where am I? Let oh, me go. Man. Let the hostages go. What about you, Rob? Uh, By the way, thanks for that, Mike. I, I have no advice. My one annual compliment from you. That's the only compliment I'll get for the rest of the year. So I'm really going to treasure that. Oh, I'll clip yeah. that out. I'll uh, I'll frame it somehow. I don't know how I'll frame a video <laughs> and an audio clip, but I'll work it. I'll work it out. That's fun. You can get I can those send, little, I can uh, send, like, I can send you like the thumbnail uh, and then you can frame yes. that. Yeah. You you get little uh, portraits, little but they're frame. actually video screens like and they just like they play a yeah. Like oh, yeah, video yeah. like a photograph. Nice. And it just plays this just plays this on loop. Just plays yeah. it on loop. Find yourself a Jed. A and Jed's slumber. just like mm. Find yourself oh, a Jed. Yes, yeah. I found myself. Yeah. I'm so yes. happy. Ignore the rest. Remove the context. Just Fletcher saying, yeah, that's find it. yourself no a Jed. Find no yourself need. a Jed. That's it. That's the catchphrase of this episode. Best advice I've ever given. Yeah. <laughs> a three years of writing advice, and that's what it boils down to. Yeah, Rob, what about you? 
I have absolutely no advice for how to start or do a podcast. Like Fletcher, I just fell into it because you invited me. You know, come on. <laughs> yeah, nice. Be yourself. Be yourself. Don't be nervous. That's it. Do some yeah. practice episodes, some practice recordings before mm, you release. That's huge. As yeah. well. Just record yeah. some with your friends. Like, don't. Yeah. Yep. And it's easy. No, and, just you know, turn up, record it. It's, throw yourself. You were literally the, just yeah. saying, right? It's, it's easy. It's better if it's if it's natural, if it's real. So don't do practice episodes where you're just like, no, no. Let's make sure we've got this all <laughs> sorted and perfect. No. <laughs> yeah. Let's it's make like writing a book. Works. Just suck, and yeah. you'll slowly get better. Yeah, Fuck up every time. Every it's single time. Us. It works for us. Three seasons oh, Jed, on, and it's still happening. Jeb, when you and I talked in in March, you said <laughs> that that you just recorded some conversations with a friend talking about movies. I think I think it's like once you yes. record once you record something, yes, that you know there there's like a certain like hurdle that you have to get over in your head in terms of mm. hearing your own voice and a lot of people for me like when i heard my own voice before i was like i fucking hate the sound of my voice uh like just like i don't i just don't want to hear myself talk but after a while it's like yeah you kind of get over it you never like love the sound of your own voice but at least you kind of ignore it to a certain degree so i think like doing some early recordings investing in a in a decent microphone um that kind of thing is like that'll get you over certain uh certain impediments that that could stifle you later on it's like once you actually start releasing stuff i think the earlier you get over that kind of shit the better because you know if you if you think too much about it like i said earlier you start to put up more roadblocks in in your own ability to host or have a conversation or what have you so if you're thinking too much about like i'm speaking right now and my voice sounds like a donkey's asshole and i really hate it and i don't love it and it's like why are you podcasting you know it smells like it too. yeah how does a donkey's asshole sound because <laughs> i have i i have to edit it i have to edit it mike i have to listen to you guys i have to yes, listen to, to myself <laughs> You are just just you use just use Mike's approach and listen to and listen to a lot of other people's voices in your head. Sure. Yeah. All the all the demons inside his mind. Imaginary voices. Yes. They're not imaginary. I said they're de- they're, <laughs> they're they're demons, Dirk. They're demons. Hey, they will pay the bills. They what yeah. uh, they're the ones that tell you what to write. And um, you know, that yeah. kind of that kind of helps. Yeah. And Jed, uh I'll I'll finish off with this. What are you what are you hoping for in terms of the future of Triple W and, and w. Like where this where this podcast is sure. going? Money, um, money, money. World domination. Yeah, I mean, it'd be great to, money. It'd be great <laughs> well, to reach the point where just every prime minister to has to time. call us and let us know, you know, what their policies <laughs> are going to be in advance yep. so we can yep. influence it and, um, yeah, get some, get some more book sales through that. Uh, I yeah. think probably the thing that interests me the most over the next year or so of the podcast is really just getting some of those, like, bigger guests on like it's been awesome to have some like I, I would say that some of my writing heroes have been on this podcast like adrian tchaikovsky can't believe we got to chat with him yeah. you got to chat with him as well on your he's super podcast nice too. yeah he's anthony amazing ryan. and like anthony ryan Carey, um who else tons. mike carey's sick yeah there's just been so many great guests we've talked to so i'd really really love to just like yeah connect with some um yeah other authors that i really look up to as well um if so, you yeah, want if you want to if you want somebody's email just to yeah <laughs> I, I mean, not Brandon Sanderson. Sanderson. Yeah. 
Jed, if you ever, to. if you ever want to, um, if you ever great. want to to have someone on, just look through my guest list and and I'll I'll pass you an email. Cheers, dude. And make yeah. If, if we ever get if that. we ever get Brandon, we're gonna have, so one of us is gonna have to take over because I know Jed will just. I was just thinking more. that Jed will just be a puddle <laughs> on the floor going. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh-huh. I think Mike. I think Mike oh should host that episode. Just interrogating Brandon. So what the fuck do you think about Kickstarter, huh? <laughs> it's weirdly intensely aggressive. Just yeah, yeah. Just like how many books like, are you, you doing next? <laughs> Ten secret novels now. What are you doing? Oh, it'll be the um, it'll be the good the good cop bad cop episode. Yeah, <laughs> to do something like that. what are we trying to interrogate him for? <laughs> we need to do one of those. Yeah. Oh man. Um, so much internal censoring going on right now. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Mike. I appreciate it. I appreciate your your yeah. allowing the, the faint thread of Sanderson ever appearing on this podcast to remain hanging and to not yeah. be severed by your merciless comments. So that's much appreciated. <laughs> yeah, I think the main thing is just um I mean, yeah, there's some like there's some projects in the in the future which I, I won't go into like super detail, but like I think the podcast is growing close to the point where they can happen. Um, mm. which would be cool. And yeah, I think just the main thing is trying to get some bigger guests on and trying to like, you know, grow our audience and everything, um, so that we can get those guests uh to be more likely to you know come on because it's so much better if you can say like you know hey joe abercrombie like it's gonna be more than 10 people who are listening to you talk like it'll be a couple thousand or whatever um so that's probably the main thing and then yeah i guess i guess just like continuing to to try to enjoy it as well and to try to like learn from each other and the other authors that we get on it you know that's funny i've never i've never once had somebody i asked to be on the show say so how many listeners do you have no me neither. Okay. me neither ever. maybe yeah, it's just once. in my head then they and never maybe i don't need to worry about it this. Yeah. yeah yeah it's just in your head i yeah. usually Nobody's send ever them asked the link. <laughs> i send them the i Dang. send them the link i said if you want to torture yourself this is this is where our podcasts are <laughs> um and uh and they just i don't even know if they look they're just like okay yeah, yeah. fair enough okay maybe that is just a internal roadblock that i have that i need to get over then so yeah. Maybe that'll you're work. Jed, I've realized that you're you're a very analytical guy. And so you look at things like growth strategies and numbers and and all that. Yes. And when it comes to like from my experience it's just like yeah, you can you can look at some of that stuff, but I don't know. I think I got a little bit too wrapped up in it in the beginning and then I just kind of decided sure. like no, go go away, like shoo, you stupid little, <laughs> you know? Like for cuz for me it's like that that's um that's just another impediment that you can put into your head in terms of thinking like, you know, something that is working and something that is growing, you can start to overanalyze it and, and, and just mm. think like, how can I improve the numbers and blah, blah, blah. And I think like, yeah, like I think more focus on the ideas as opposed to the numbers and the ideas will, you know, translate yeah. into, into natural growth as the podcast is seen, you know, as opposed to, uh, I don't know. I'm not a strategies guy. <laughs> so <laughs> sure. it's like any, anytime I hear like growth strategy, it's like, yeah, you sent me that voice message the other day and I was like, really, really good ideas. But I heard growth strategy and I just kind of like quivered. Just like that. <laughs> I <was> like, eh. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I love that stuff. I think that's another type of creativity that like it, early on I was very averse to. And then I think mm-hmm. when I started, um, not so much for this podcast, but just for writing and other things in general, I was like, oh, this is actually kind of fun. Like a lot of people hate marketing. And I think it's yeah. actually a really fun part of the creative process. Like, yeah. yeah, I would love to just, you know, make the art and then not have to worry about distribution and everything. But, um, you know, it, 
is actually kind of fun to think about how you're going to get this to the people who will enjoy it and to, mm-hmm. you know, make sure lots of people can listen to it. Cora the yeah. dog is on Rob's app. Mike, Mike loves AMS ads. <laughs> it inspires uh, uh, him. Yeah. What was it? Friday. Friday. I finally launched. I think it was Friday. Nice. I had launched ads again. So we'll see what happens. I haven't looked at it yet because eh. Yeah. No. But whatever. Cora yeah, we'll see stay. how that goes. <laughs> For those of you who are just listening, Rob has a beagle on his lap. Yes. I do. Cute. Very cute. Little Cora dog. Hi, Cora. Beagle face. Okay. All right, guys, to, to end this off, I want each of you to share, uh, you know, something about Wizards Wars and Words that you consider to, to be like the best thing that podcast and, and this whole experience has given you. You can get a sentimental Ooh. and, and uh, a romantic if you want to. We'll start uh, with just, we'll start with just getting to just getting to snuggle next to Rob. And- that's all I ever like wanted. Fletcher, all I ever wanted. Jed Hearn on a regular basis. That's the best part. It truly honestly. is a privilege for Duck. Friendship. Very fortunate. Yeah. <laughs> Mike, what about so, you? Um, I I don't look at our Facebook page or Facebook uh, we didn't YouTube have a Facebook page. page so I, I've right. never watched an it. <laughs> yeah, I've never watched an episode. I don't look at stats. Uh, I am mildly aware we might be on Spotify and some other stuff. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, so I have no idea if anyone ever listens to it. As far as I'm concerned, there are maybe three people. I, I don't actually know. Me and Jeff. And it doesn't matter. <laughs> I have fun doing these and have now for over two years. Yeah. The only reason I am here and doing this is because I enjoy it. I actually look forward to doing these episodes with these guys. Um, this is fun. And when it stops being fun, I'll be gone. Yeah. But so it's, not, it's not about... It's not about selling books for me. It's not about growing. This is fun. Yeah. Like, yeah, agreed. That, that's why I'm here. So that's the best thing about doing this is doing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is hanging out with these nerds. <laughs> Cheers, Mike. Yeah. Mike, you've given me, you've given us two compliments in one year. What's going on? Yeah, I, just, I, I, I'm, I'm getting soft in my old I age. bring out the best in him. <laughs> no, I appreciate although, that. Man. That's although yeah. he did, he, it's all Adrian. He, he did come onto my podcast and tell me to shut up. So that says something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, stop nice. interrupting yeah, me. Shut up. <laughs> that's only because you paid him a compliment and he doesn't like that. Shut up. No, shut up I, is, is a shut up is a mic compliment, as Crystal told me. So. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate it. Yeah, Mike, you're pretty. Shut up. Shut up. Shut Don't up. say that about <laughs> Uh Crystal is so fucking positive. Yeah. Makes me I want to throttle her. Little fart girl. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You're really trying They're to balance out that positivity with a lot of go, Oh yeah. She's like, oh so nice, so nice. I'm like, I, I call I her I call her my boonie baby. I call her my boonie baby because she lives out in the middle of fucking nowhere and her internet connection sucks. <laughs> and she went, yeah, on, she went on a live stream with uh, like Ryan Cahill and a couple other people. And she mentioned that because her internet dropped out and she came back and be like, aha, Adrian calls me her boonie baby. And then Ryan thought she said booby baby and just like chaos ensued. <laughs> <laughs> chaos ensued should be the tagline of that show. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. rename it. Rob, what about no you? longer wizards, what is, words, and words, what, which is what chaos. Is, Chaos yes. ensues. <laughs> Rob, what about you? What's uh, something special that, that Wizards Words and Words has given you? I mean, as I said before, I, I love it when people sort of like 
Come on. Syphilis. Well, email. (laughs) (laughs) That's what you get from snuggling Uh, with Dirk on a weekend. <laughs> it, yeah, well, that's 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 a perk, definitely. No, I, I love it when people say like, that. <laughs> this this podcast has really helped me get over any uh, you know this issue or something like that. And at the same time, yeah. I love meeting some of these authors who kind of like you know are heroes. I absolutely loved it when like Brian Stavely came on and we, we chatted with Will White. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that was that was brilliant. It was just you get to chat to other authors who have completely different ideas and and you know roads journeys whatever and mindsets and it's just yeah it's great to get to chat with them and see how they approach things how they deal with success and all sorts yeah and jed awesome yeah kind of what uh what rob and mike you both said like in the sense of the amount of stuff that i've learned from doing this podcast has been ridiculous and um yeah it's just been incredible to think that there's like a lot of authors books on like the bookshelf behind me or on my Kindle or whatever. Like I've been able to actually meet those people and particularly like living in, in Perth in Australia, which is like so far away from just everything else in the world. Like there's no way that I would have been able to, you know, fly out to the, these conventions and, and meet you guys in person or meet these other authors in person. So the fact that like, you know, we've, we've created this thing that kind of allows, you know, us to almost talk to pretty much any author that we want to talk to um, within reason is like so incredible and like very inspiring to me. The amount of times where I've felt like kind of struggling with my writing or, you know, I've been really having a hard time with it or whatever. And then I've jumped on one of these calls with you guys and just, we may not have even talked about like the particular issues that I was, I was struggling with or whatever, but just the enthusiasm and zest that you all have for writing is infectious. And like, I would come off that feeling really energized and with a lot of belief that like, oh, they, these are actually like all the people out there who I know who are doing this thing and they're not like these these mythical figures that are like, you know, just totally on a different plane. They're, we they're aren't like unicorns, people, we're real. And we we yeah. are mythical figures on a different plane. <laughs> I mean, you could Mike, be. Mike is a person, unicorn. So I yeah. never know. Um, so that's probably like the, one of the, the best things. And then the other thing is like the, yeah, just really, it sounds kind of sappy, but like you guys have been awesome and it's I've learned so much about the kind of like, I suppose, other aspects of being an author in our group chat that we have where, you know, like even recently, Mike, you've been talking about, oh, how do I like set up these ads or whatever? And, you know, Rob and Dirk kind of chip in with their bits and pieces and talk about their experience. And like, that's been so useful to just see how you kind of approach the stuff that like mm. is very audio hard to just too. talk about. We did yeah. And like the audiobooks. Mm. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's, that's probably been the most useful thing is just that and it's just it's just really fun to like talk with other authors there's not like you know i don't really know like any authors who live in 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 perth that i kind of talk with regularly um and maybe there are maybe i just don't know them but it's really cool to have like a community of other people that are striving towards the same thing that you are and who can help you on your journey yeah i feel I'm the same this way podcast like here- <laughs> as a vehicle to try and meet more authors than my hat has met because my hat has met so many bloody yeah, authors too many it got authors. stolen from me yes. at a convention. <laughs> And it went round and it met like Joe McCrombie, Joe George R. Martin, <laughs> Brett, all of those. I never met any of them, but my hat did. So one day I met more You're just jealous, Rob. You're I just am jealous. jealous. You've met Peter B. Brett. We had him on the podcast. We had Peter on the podcast. Did we? Wait, or Rob yeah. wasn't there? I wasn't. No, I don't think I was there either. Yeah. I haven't. 
Did we, not have we have Pete. I swear oh, we had did you, are you tripping balls? <laughs> I swear we had him did on you the podcast. Do, are you doing secret up. episodes without us? Jed, Jed's, you, Jed's you taking know? my mushrooms. What's going right. on, bud? We had Surely Anthony we had him on the podcast. I swear. No. <laughs> yeah. We've never had Peter Brett. Haven't we? Let me, I'm looking this no. up. No. This is Warrior's words. <laughs> we can't even remember. I have a terrible memory. we had Peter Brett on here. We've I don't have no. Peter on the podcast. I would no. have remembered, dude. Sorry. Sorry, guys. I was getting him confused with Peter McLean. My bad. Uh, ah. Okay. That's okay. why. We should get, we should try to get Peter on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah. yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll try and get his email. I'll put you guys in touch. Okay. Hey, cool. cheers, Adrian. Yeah. But uh, yeah, Jed, I feel the same way. It's like here in Ecuador, it's like if there are writers, they're Spanish. So uh, they're writing in Spanish. So it's like. I don't know. I feel like yeah, a bit it's hard of a, for you to sort of engage with that. Yeah, like I feel a bit of a disconnect in terms of like my aspirations as a sci-fi writer mixed with like my community around me in terms of like locality. Mm. But then the podcast has been the thing that has connected me with the community and I've been able to make yeah, friends. Same. It's like I have a writing group with two authors that I met through the podcast. Oh, uh, yeah. It's like really, really cool stuff that I never thought would, would happen just based on the fact that it's like, Oh, this guy runs a podcast. And, and I think people are just attracted to that idea of like, come like conversation about things that we're all passionate and nerdy about. Yes. And so for me, that's for just been sure. amazing. Cause I've made those connections and I have that sort of like social community based around this. Whereas in physical reality, it's like, I don't have any of that around me. You know, it's like, I don't, I can't just yeah, like go down yeah. to go down to a cafe, like my friend Nicholas Eames and just like hang out with Ben Galley. And it's like, I can't do shit like that. Like I, <laughs> you know, it, it's a bummer, but at the very least is like, we have the opportunity with all this yeah, uh, virtual why, stuff. Have we had Nick Eames on yet? No, we, had Nick? we should get him on. What? Oh yeah. Yeah. Me and me and Nick go way back. We worked at a restaurant together and no way. like 10, no, how long ago was it? like 11 years ago, something like that. Oh, wow. So we've known each That's other for sick. a long time. I knew yeah. him back when he was writing his Steven Erickson knockoff, and then he scrapped that and wrote uh, Kings of the Wild. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. That is super cool. I'm sure he would love to be on. Nick is a, is a great guy. So That would yeah. be fun. Yeah. But uh, Jed, Mike, Dirk, and Rob, uh, I really appreciate you guys jumping on with me and talking about SFF podcasting and just being your fantastic clownish selves. And uh, <laughs> I'll leave it. I'll leave it to Jed to to close out the show in typical Wizards Warriors and Words fashion. Sure thing. Yeah. Thanks for having us on, Adrian. Um, yeah. If you're Mike. listening to this on Adrian's uh, SFF Addicts feed and you have reached the end of this, um, then feel free to you know jump over and have a listen to a few Wizards Warriors and Words episodes. We've got over a hundred now, and they are all as wonderfully chaotic and sometimes <laughs> insightful as as this one. So. Yeah. Um, thanks for listening or watching, and uh, we'll see you next week, I guess. If you're on the Wizards Warriors Words feed, I don't know. Don't know when you're posting next, Adrian. Do you know what the next episode is for for you? Uh, this one on the twenty sixth. Yeah. Nice. And yeah. then what? Yeah. What's got? What's coming up in the future? Uh, then we got the one year anniversary extravaganza, nice. uh, which is going to be live stream with a uh, bunch of past guests, including uh, Dirk and Rob and and Mike. Jed, you're off in uh, faraway land, so you'll be sleeping. But yeah, we're just gonna we're gonna have past guests on. It's gonna be chaotic. It's gonna be live stream. 
and uh, we're just gonna do a little catch up with each of them, maybe answer some listener questions, and and just uh, shoot the shit and see how it goes. Uh, it's gonna be like the most Wizards Warriors and Words type episode I've ever done. I'm excited about <laughs> <See>. it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think this and is, yeah, this is put, the true um, goal we'll of Wizards, or, Wizards Warriors and Words well. to have our name like associated with just chaos on podcasts. Yes, <laughs> to infect yeah, the li- podcasting literally. world with yes. your chaos. Yes. <laughs> literally, yep. that's our goal. Awesome. All right. Well, thanks everyone for listening. See ya. Thank you, everybody. Bye. Ciao. Bye. As we end this episode, I wanted to give a big shout out to all our Patreons who help support the show and an extra special shout out to our legendary wizard patrons, Talon and Daniel. If you want to help support the show and get access to a huge library of uh, exclusive patron only episodes, go to patreon.com forward slash wizards warriors words. You can find the link in the show notes below. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well. HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm.